Welcome back. This is day three of my bonus workshop series, Turning a New Leaf. Today we're talking about obstacles and how to handle them. Okay, here we go. We are talking about obstacles. This is day three of the Turn a New Leaf workshop obstacles and what to do about them you'll notice i have a different setup for my whiteboard i'm pretty i'm proud pat on the back proud of myself it's there to stay <laughs> um in case you missed it on day one i like just nailed this little shelf in the wall and it fell at the end of training it was super comical but it's there to stay so nini today we're talking about obstacles to challenges and uh, what to do about them. Notice I'm not saying how to get rid of them, how to stop them from happening, or even how to overcome challenges, obstacles. So what are we gonna do about challenges, obstacles, when they come, because they will. And buckle up because today it's gonna be really helpful. And of course, if it's helpful for you. I'm sure it's going to be helpful for somebody else. So if you don't mind sharing with somebody who might benefit from learning about obstacles and what to do about them, if this helps you today, I would love it if you would share this with somebody else that you also think might be helpful for, because I'm sure you know somebody that I don't, and I would love to be able to Put this free resource out there to help as many people who could benefit from it or use it or really get help with it as they can. Yes. So, okay. Oh, here we go. We know that obstacles are guaranteed. They're going to happen. Yesterday we talked about life and then life happens when we have thoughts about setbacks, a certain setback that makes us feel defeated and now I'm never going to do it and it's never going to happen and I have to start all over. So obstacles and challenges, setbacks, they're going to happen. That's a guarantee. I promise you. And we're going to lose our motivation. What are we going to do when this happens? So what we think about circumstances is completely up to you. You get to decide what you think about the setback, the challenge, the poop that hits the fan. What are you gonna think about it? That's up to you. That's not something that anybody else can do for you. You decide, you choose, and then you think and act upon it. Okay, so that's how we can take personal responsibility for the result that we create due to what we think about a circumstance. That is my job. That's my responsibility. That's your job. That's your responsibility. Only you can decide what you think about that. Okay. So let's say for example, the goal that you have set for this workshop is to change a bad habit, bad, according to your definition, what you consider a bad habit. You want to change um, something like you want to stop chewing your nails. Let's use that as an example um, today. And uh, but, let, okay, if you, oh, if, 
it's something that you have to want to do. You can't like do it because somebody else is saying, Hey, you should stop doing that. Like you should, you shouldn't do that. You should cut that out. We've kind of already established in day one that a change needs to be something you desire, something you truly want, not because somebody else said you should do something differently. Okay. So you truly want to stop biting your nails, for example. Now you're deciding not to bite your nails insert bad habit you want to change you set up the parameters maybe if you go a whole day without chewing your nails you put a sticker on the fridge and once you get five stickers you go shopping for some fall attire okay <laughs> so you set up your parameters like these are the conditions uh this is and how i'll know that i've stopped chewing my nails is if they are grown out and they don't look like they've been bit off okay that's how i'll know um, was it yesterday, maybe day one or day two, we talked about you have to have a clear defined um, goal or like you have to know clearly and exactly when and how you've made the change. It can't be arbitrary. It can't be the ever moving goalpost that just keeps getting pushed back. Okay, you have to define clearly and exactly how you'll know when you've reached your results. Okay. So you can bet your sweet bippy that you are going to be tempted. You're going to feel the urge to bite your nails. Like it's guaranteed. If it's a bad habit, of course, you're going to like have that urge to do it again. Your habit could be looking. It could be clicking. Your habit could be cussing. Um, that temptation, whatever it is that we're looking at, the urge to do something, that might actually never go away. But take heart because it doesn't have to. That temptation does not have to be completely eliminated. It doesn't even have to lessen. So here we're talking again about being attached. Like I expect or I believe or I am certain it has to look this way. It has to lessen my temptation, habit, urge. It has to decrease. I think it should let go, let go of a potential need for you making a change to look a certain way. Because when you can let go of how you think it needs to look, like we talked about yesterday, you can roll with the punches and nothing's gonna set you back um, because you anticipate it and it doesn't have to derail you or be a problem. Mm -mm. And that is all dependent on what you think about the setback, the circumstance. Okay, so your habit, your desire to look, to click, to cuss, to bite, your urge and desire for that may never go away. It may never lessen. Don't think that it should or expect or wait for it to. And in fact, that doesn't even have to happen in order for you to make a change. Your desire and urge to do something, to act on something, to repeat a bad habit, that doesn't even have to change, uh, go away or lessen at all in order for you to change. 
Okay. Did I just set someone free today? Can I get an amen? Okay. You, yes, I don't need to repeat myself, but I hope that is helpful for you to just breathe a sigh of relief and be like, okay, I can change even if my circumstances don't change. I can change. All right. So yesterday, um, you can, we talked about Romans 12 too. You can, however, be transformed by the renewing of your mind and that by being washed in the word. Give your mind a mental bath by getting in the word and seeing what it says about you. So Romans 8, 27, victory is ours. I am more than a conqueror. Like you're worried about never getting over this habit or you might be nervous about your desire to give in to this urge or repeat this habit. You might be worried about that never going away and I'm always going to have this temptation or something like, no, the word says that we are more than conquerors. So take heart. It's going to be fine. You can do it. You are victorious. John 16, 33, in this world, you are going to have trouble. I already said at the beginning of today's training, you are going to have challenges, obstacles. It's expected. It's called life. Welcome to the show. <laughs> but take heart because Jesus is saying, I have overcome the world. You don't have to worry. We are more than conquerors and we are victorious in Christ Jesus. Um, Proverbs 18.10, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous, righteous by his works, not ours, run into it and are saved. So here's just a couple examples of how you can be renewed. Your mind can be renewed. You can be transformed by washing your mind in the word and seeing what it says about you. Okay, you don't have to do this on your own, in your own strength. You don't have to white knuckle it or force a change to happen. So what do we do when I'm urged to bite my nails or click or look or just one? Like I have this urge to give into this habit that I'm trying to break. I'm trying to make this change and I'm really feeling a strong urge right now to lash out or whatever your thing is, whatever it is. And let me tell you, what will keep you from making a change? So you have this urge, you're trying to make this change, you're trying to like break this bad habit, what have you. What is gonna keep you from making the positive change that you want to is buffering. Buffering. Which is to avoid a feeling by doing something else to feel better. It's like self-medicating. Why? Because when you come back to the thing that made you feel bad or made you feel uncomfortable or experience discomfort, when you go back to that thing that triggered you, it's still gonna be there. Still gonna be there. It hasn't changed. You just left. You just removed yourself from that situation, circumstance. You tried to go away from it and feel better by eating ice cream or taking a nap or going for a walk. You buffered when you go back to that circumstance. It hasn't changed. It's still just like waiting for you to come back and do it again. Okay. 
So how long can you, maybe let me ask you, how long have you put up with this, like what I call going around the mountain? You go around the mountain and you trip over the same freaking thing and you go around the mountain again and you trip again, you go around again. Like how long can you put up with this cycle of discomfort, self-medicate, discomfort, self-medicate, like feeling like a failure in this area of your life. So you don't work at it anymore and you go away from it, but then you come back because it doesn't just disappear or go away or um, feeling like you're frustrated at work, so you go home and drink, self-medicate, feel better, right? Or feel bad for not working out, so you self-sabotage in your mind, but that doesn't help you or encourage you to go work out next time. Or frustrated with your spouse, so you find satisfaction elsewhere. Like, how long? can you put up with this cycle that is happening in your life for reals? So, and then when you go back to work, to your spouse, to trying to improve your health in some way, dude, you feel awful or it triggers you again. How long can we ping pong, ping pong back and forth in this? Like, oh, it's, it's, it's frustrating. <laughs> it's really frustrating for me. How long can we ping pong in this game going back and forth? So buffering will keep you from making a change. So we don't want to buffer. And how you might know, how you might be able to tell that you're buffering, which is to avoid a feeling. We're going away. I don't want to feel bad. I don't want to feel like a failure. I don't want to feel like I suck or I'm a loser, right? We tell ourselves these things because we're thinking that about a circumstance, so let me just go away. How you might be able to tell if you're buffering is if you find temporary satisfaction, but the net result is a negative. You might feel good having that drink, but when you're done with the activity of buffering, whatever you're doing, you might feel good in the moment, but afterwards, it's a net negative. It actually does not produce a positive result for you. So that's one way to determine if the activity you're doing does not pr like produce a positive benefit for you. Um, like maybe you go for a walk. You're like, well, that's not bad. Going, walking is good for me. Walking is healthy and it makes me feel good. Yeah. If you come back to the thing that set you off in the first place, like, that might be a temporary band-aid to help you feel better. But when you go back and it's that around the mountain cycle again, that didn't help you because you didn't overcome, like you didn't get better or mature in that thing that set you off. Does that make sense? Okay. So before we change or we change anything uh, or before we change the circumstance, because we might want to change the circumstance. My boss, my kids, my messy house. I want to change the circumstance in order for me to feel better. And we think we feel awful because of my messy house, because of my kids who don't do what I say. That makes me feel X, Y, Z awful. But before we go trying to change the circumstance, what I'm offering is that 
you and I learn to not put our power to manage how we feel, like put it out into the hands of our circumstance. You do not have to be controlled. You don't have to feel up and down, like manipulated, controlled by your circumstance. Now, actually, like I was saying earlier, what you think, the thought you have about your circumstance is up to you. It's up to you. So we don't have to just ebb and flow and like be controlled, our emotions be controlled by our circumstance. So we, before we change the circumstance, we want to gain personal management, personal victory agency, if you will, in um, handling ourselves first so that we're not controlled by our circumstances, not the other way around. Otherwise, you'll be living like a controlled life. All your life, you'll be like controlled by all your circumstances and everything outside of you. But you have the ability to control and manage how you feel and what you do and the results you create independent of COVID circumstances, your spouse, whatever you think is stopping you or impacting your results. Ah, okay. So don't buffer, don't avoid discomfort. Don't go away and try to make yourself feel better. Don't give in and bite your nails. Don't give into the urge, the temptation, your habit. Okay, so Katie, what do we do? Like, what is the solution? Now, what are we faced with? What do I do when I'm tempted to fight, to curse, to click, to just one? Okay, let's let's test it out. Can you give the whiteboard a test? So get your thing that triggers you. The circumstance always has to be specific and factual, it has to be data. I'm just putting trigger, whatever the thing is for you, you need to put that there, okay? Because when you think about giving in, like we'll say just one, I want just one little bite, just one one drink, just one, because whatever is triggering you. Now you're feeling, you see that? An urge. You're feeling, I just want one. I'm urged to give in to the one thing that's setting me off. I need to self-medicate. I need to feel better. So what I'm offering that you do when this happens, we need to cut this off right here. What we normally do is bite our nail, have the cake, do the thing, give in to the urge, which only reinforces and repeats the cycle and you go around the mountain again. So at this point, what we need to do
I like that. Give me, okay, there's a little, I figured out that the lights that are shining, reflecting in my whiteboard right there are from that light, not my lamp, but I think it's better. I like pointed them away. I think you can at least see that that says urge. And this, let me just tell you what says allow. <laughs> allow the urge to be there. Like, okay, I want to, okay, let me finish this. I want to bite my nail and I just sit there and I, let myself experience the urge without acting on it. This is what it's like to want to, just one, this is what it's like to want to, and I'm just going to let it be there. I'm going to allow it, but not act on it. So what it feels like. I really want to do this thing. I really, 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 really want to do this thing. I also want to change. I'm tempted to do this thing to give into this urge, but what's better for me is to not. So when I give in, that's a temporary satisfaction. I'm temporarily gratified in some way, but the result is a net negative. So I want to stop. That's not for my benefit. It's not helping me. I am tempted. I really, 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 really want to do this. When you allow that feeling, of urge to be there and not act on it, what's the result? You're not gonna create doing it, having the drink, biting the nail. The result is you don't do it. You don't create giving into the urge. None. You don't bite, you don't drink, you don't have the gank, <laughs> you don't buffer. Okay, so I was saying earlier that your urge, don't wait for it to lessen, diminish, or go away. Don't wait for that to happen. You might be waiting a long time. You might be spending a lot of time waiting for it to get better when it could be better right now. It could be better like sooner rather than later if you're not extending your hope, putting your hope out and waiting for it to lessen or decrease or go away. Don't expect that it will. It, in fact, it doesn't even have to. You might always have the urge. You might always be tempted to give in to that habit, but you can change regardless. You can change. You can still make a change. <sighs> okay. Change happens for good or not to our benefit, so not so good. Change happens. It just does. It's a thing in the world. Like, it all change always changes. I think there's some phrase. I can't remember how it goes. Your, uh, change is the only thing that stays constant. Something like that. So this week, we're wanting to make an intentional, conscious change. We are turning that new leaf. A change that we desire we truly want this i really want this i want to change this habit or in this area i not because my mom told me i should not because my spouse is on my back telling me to lose weight or something whatever it is but it's because i truly desire this and in day one we talked about a clean space so um not feeling guilty like 
deciding to change because you feel guilty is no ground to plant seeds in. Okay, so in day one, we talked about your motivation for change and understanding your reason and getting clean. If it's if it's dirty or if it's negative, um, go watch day one. We talk about that. Okay, so you you desire it. You're in a clean place. Your ground is clean. It's not dirty uh, to plant your seeds of change in. And you're letting go of the how. That's what we talked about yesterday. You're letting go of how it happens, how long it takes. You're just showing up every day like the person you need to be who has, what did I say, created and obtained your um, change. I wrote it down. It'll come later. (laughs) Okay. Simply believe your change will happen and allow the urge to be there without acting on it. You might feel like you want to yell, if that's your thing. I was angry. I would feel like I want to act on my anger. I was so angry. (laughs) But when you allow that feeling, let's see, maybe the first time is one minute. You allow yourself to feel the urge to give in and just one for a minute. Maybe the first time, 60 seconds. And then next time, you feel that urge, you give yourself two minutes. I'm gonna give myself two minutes to feel this urge, to allow the urge and not give in. And then maybe you do give in, maybe you bite your nails, but it took you two minutes instead of right away. So you just believe every day that your change, your positive change is going to happen. You're unattached, I don't care how it happens, Something catastrophic could happen, but that might be what I need in order to make my change, in order for my change to come about. So let's go. Let's do whatever it takes, no matter what life throws my way. And however long it takes. I want it to happen next week, but it might take two years. And I have to let go of how long that takes because I don't want to quit. I really want this change. I really want this thing. And I don't want to quit. So I just have to give it up how it looks and how long it takes, however long. And, um, oh, there's this exercise. I think I'll leave you with this or so. Yeah. With, um, the life coach school called 100 allowed urges. And if you just pull out a notebook and you write down every time you allow an urge until you get to 100, (laughs) you just keep track of your urges for however long it takes and see if you haven't changed after you've gotten to 100 allowed urges. You allow the feeling and you don't act on it. If anything, how about this? You are going to experience um, a transformation through the allowed urges. Even if like hypothetically you never change, even if you never change, you're going to gain something. You're going to learn something from the 100 allowed urges. Ah, hmm, interesting. All right. So I'm so good. It's been 30 minutes. (laughs) You've got this. I believe in you and I know you can zoom Facebook, zoom Facebook. Yes. All y'all out there, I know you can. I believe in you and you've got this. And I just want to say one more time, if this was helpful for you, 
if you feel a little encouraged to like stick with your change until it happens, pretty much certainly chances are somebody else could benefit from this little workshop as well. And so just send it to them. There's all the information on Facebook. If you're not on Facebook, there's the milkshake site where all these videos are uploaded. So whether somebody like is on Facebook or not, they can have access to my podcast, these videos through my milkshake site. Spread the word. I want to help people. This is a free resource, a little five day workshop that I'm doing. And you probably know people that I don't know, and this might be helpful for them. So just go ahead, share it with everybody you know, and thank you from the bottom of my heart for watching and sharing and putting in the work. You are inspiring me. I don't even know who is watching this, but I know whoever does, you're going to be encouraged and that is inspiring to me. So, okay. What goes around comes around. Hang in there and I'll see you tomorrow.